Okay, so my friends are in Mexico. Yes. And, like, I, for me, I know, like, a lot of people love Mexico. Not, it's just not for me. It's, it's, I've been there via cruise, and, like, I like doing it that way because then, like, the cruise ports are, like, a very much gated community. Like, because Sean and me once went to Mexico on, together on a cruise, and I can't remember what stop we were at. I think it was Cozumel. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. But, like, we were in, like, the gated, like, cruise ship port community, which is, like, you know, the little store vendors and, like, the little, like, the local shops and stuff. And then they have, like, you know, a se- se- senior frogs? Se- senior frogs? Senior frogs. <laughs> like, se- senior I'm frogs seen- is his dad. <laughs> senior frogs is where you go after 70. Yeah, <laughs> and they stop. They stop serving food at like eight yeah. or no, like six. The, the happy hour is two o'clock. So we decided in a very drunk state to go like past the gates just to go like like we need. I forget. Sean needed something. He's like, well, let's just go see if we can find like a shop or something. Okay. Because like the cruise ships overcharge for everything, but you're at a port every day. So like, well, not maybe not every day, but you're at a port enough that like if you needed something, you could just go buy it for much cheaper on land, right? I don't remember what he needed, but he needed something. We decided to, like, pass the gates. And it was, like, it was, like, in those movies or, like, cartoons where, like, you open the gates and, like, everything's in black and white and, like, or, like, sepia. Is that the... <laughs> yeah, that's that's the word. It's, like, all colorful on, like, the, the happy side and then just, like, poverty. Like, you open the gates and it's just poverty. And it's, like, how is there literally a fence that's separating this from that? Like, it was it was so crazy... The difference and like i don't know where we were but it was definitely a sketchy part of town and like it which, was just which, weird which you, the sketchy part of town is what you call mexico well i guess like again and like i hate doing that because i don't know enough about mexico like i'm sure there are nicer areas and there are probably more poverty areas and like maybe less i i don't know I, enough so so here's what i'll tell say. you about my experiences from mexico is i almost feel safer in the more poverty areas like the, I could see that. I mean, because I've been, I've driven through some bigger towns. I've never like stopped and stayed in any of them. Um, but like when we were down there, there was a big group of us from a church, and we stayed in this really impoverished area, and we were building an orphanage, and some people were like getting glasses for kids and all this stuff. Nice. And I, I felt completely safe. But it was also just like nothingness everywhere, except for this right. like hotel water park thing we were staying in that we were the only it was like these bungalows with like a few slides and some really cold water um so there was like that and then nothingness and we had to go like and almost an hour up these like mountains and stuff and then it was like this orphanage thing that we were building and then like a few houses within you know a mile or so and th- that felt super safe. Like, I'm sure there was some wild animal that could have eaten me, but I was never worried about people or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, like, you get closer to the towns, and that's when the people with M16s are coming on the bus and, like, well, checking everyone's seriously. IDs. And, it, like, there was kids. Like, there was legit children. Not, like, oh, kids, because we're old. Because I wasn't that old at the time. I was, like, 26, 27, 28. I don't know. I was in my 20s. Okay. But they were like legit, like ten, like Camille and, and Ryan's age, and yeah. they had I don't know anything about guns, but big guns, the size of them. I'm assuming like semi-automatic, automatic. I don't know. And I'm just like, how does that child even know what? Like I'm, 
I don't think they're going to shoot me because I'm doing anything wrong, but I'm actually, like, scared that they just will, like, forget how to use it and not aim right, and I'm going to get shot. So bizarre. I, I don't like it. I didn't see much of that, but when the military comes on with their guns out, like, I'm, I'm, I'm more scared almost of, like, the government there than I am of just, like, yeah. the citizens. My friend went to Mexico in high school. And I honestly, like, it's one of those stories where you're like, what were you doing to have this happen to you? <laughs> yeah. They were drinking. I think it was just after high school. I can't remember. He was a guy I dated that we stayed friends after. So I can't remember if we were dating at the time or if we were just friends. It doesn't really matter. He was in Mexico. He was doing something stupid. He ended up getting arrested in Mexico. Not good. Which apparently isn't good. No, not good at all. Unless so you have a lot a of pesos to bribe him with. So he got arrested, and I can't remember what he had on him, but, like, thank God he did, because, like, he might have just been a missing person. Like, he had enough on him for the cops to let him go. Like, I think he had yeah. to give up, like, his watch and, like, everything in his pockets. And it's like, how sketchy is that? That's that's the way it is there for me. And once again, I don't think we're going to be offending too many people. Um, I don't think we have a whole lot of listeners from Mexico, but... <laughs> but I mean, it, it's it's the reality of the way it is there. I mean, oh, we, the corruption. We we went there, and you know, we had all our paperwork and everything. We had to like fill out some forms and stuff like that to go in to do this work. And the guy who was like running the trip had to basically bribe, you know, with with I mean, they brought money, knowing stuff like this was potentially going to happen. But he had to like bribe the officials to take some forms, and like one guy like um had like a scratch out or something like that in the form they had to bribe him more for that form and it, it it was a whole thing yeah so i can't remember where i was going with the story i would really i'm really getting like a bit of a travel itch now because like i love to travel and my kids you know me i'm totally willing to take my kids it's more the cost like we just can't afford to go anywhere right now i have no problem with like my kids not remembering it and all that crap that people say about traveling with young kids like I just, I want to go somewhere, but my, my, my friend's pictures in Mexico, I got to tell you, are not selling me on that. Like, because you think like, oh, if I get a cheap trip, maybe I would just go. But like, no, no, I don't. Oh, oh. so they're traveling with work. This is, this is what I was talking about. They're, they're traveling. So they're my age. They're in their 30s. Okay. And they're traveling with other couples. They, the, they, they, and they work together. So it works out that they both work with these other people, but they're mostly like, there's lots of different departments on where they work. And so the one friend is m more so the friends that they're like traveling with, like the one person in the couple. I don't want to like, I don't want to use their names. Sure. So one of the couple, one of the, their two wives. <laughs> this is really like, I'm trying to say husband and wife here, but this is. Anyway, one one of the girls knows the the ladies they're traveling with more so than the other. And I just, I cannot imagine, like, Sean going, like, hey, we're in our 30s, and my work is planning this trip. Like, these people I work with, my coworkers are planning a trip, and we're all going together. Like, I just, I don't know, okay. it's weird to me, but I guess I'm just not, I've never been close to people I work with. So, is this, is this just happens to be with work friends, or is this a work-related trip? No, it's just people they work with, they planned a trip together. So Apparently, I, it's like a thing they do. I, I But see, I can understand that if, like, those are your good friends or the people you work with. I mean, like, right now, 
No, I don't think they are. Like, a, a couple of them. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they're friends with them. Like, I'm sure they're, they have a relationship. But, like, I don't think I would think they're good friends. Like, the one lady looks substantially older than the rest of them. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, I could see myself... There are people that I've worked with that I could see myself happily taking vacations with as well. Hmm. Some of my best friends have been people that I worked with when I was in the Navy, although maybe it's a slightly different situation. You're you're good. You're good buddy Ben. My, my yeah, my my buddy Ben. Um <laughs> but like you know like right now any friend that I would have that I would be seeing in person on any regular basis is probably going to be somehow work-related because I don't know anyone else except get, for... So, it's still, I don't know, it's still different. Like, my best friend, I know her because I worked with her. That's how we met. Our friendship developed over the years, and then, like, I stopped working there, and we continued to be friends. I would, I would, I, I would have no issue traveling with her. Like I would enjoy traveling with her. I can't see it happening, but I could. I would love to do a trip with her. It probably will never be something that happens. But I'm talking like a group of ten people you currently work with, and yeah. just going on a trip. It just seems. I don't. When you get like, that many people, when you get that many people that you work with, it starts becoming more of a work environment, yeah. and that, is, that that would would be no good unless you just happen to have one of those jobs where you are just good friends and close. With that many people you work with, maybe I want to uh, when they get back because I knew they were going with work friends, but it never really clicked. And now that I'm seeing pictures, like I kind of want to ask about like the dynamic. The yeah, like how was like I don't know. Anyway, um, you got you you need to tell me, Chelsea. You need oh. to tell me about uh, getting in a a mom fight. You know, I just hate people, and I know like I start the show <laughs> a lot that way. That should really just be the name of the show. Chelsea hates people. That would be, uh, that might actually be easier for people to find. <laughs> so a big thing for me is being direct. And I think that there's a nice way to be direct. Sure. If you have an issue with me, you can tell me. You don't have to be, you know, catty about it. But you can just say like, oh, hey, do you mind, like your stuff? I, I just need to, my kids need to sit here. Do you mind moving your stuff? And I would have gone like, oh, okay. So swimming lessons. Tuesday, I take Ellie, I take Link to school, and then I go straight to swimming lessons for Ellie. So I'm in the pool with Ellie. It's parented. Obviously, she's not in the pool by herself. I'm, I'm with her in the pool. So when we get there, it's not too busy, but it gets really busy, like, the lesson after ours. Okay. So the change room, they're not very big. So there's these benches, and then there's hooks on the wall. Sometimes all of the hooks are taken, and you just have to put your, like, bag on a bench. Sure. So it's a pretty, like, granola mom sort of place. Like, no one locks anything up. Although, there's been times, like, I had my credit card, my cell phone, and my car keys in my bag today because I had to pay for lessons for the next quarter. And I was like, man, if someone took my bag, like, that would really suck. But anyway, I had a lot of trust, apparently, in these parents. So I get out of the swim lessons. It's a great lesson. Ellie's happy. We kind of take our time after because the change room's really busy as soon as we get in there, and then it kind of clears out. Yeah. So, you know, everyone finishes lessons, and... I'm in no rush because Link's school isn't done. I usually get home an hour before Link's school is finished, so I'm in no rush. So I'm kind of putzing around. I have my bag. It was on a hook, but I have it on a bench now because I'm going through it. And I don't know if you've ever tried to go through a bag, especially at my height. It's, like, above my face level. And when it's on, like, a hook, it kind of, like, pulls down. So it's tough to get stuff out of it. Okay. Also, I've never thought about this in my life because who the hell cares? 
I take the bag down because I'm rooting through it and I'm getting stuff. I'm getting Ellie dressed. I'm getting myself dressed. This lady comes in. She's late for her lesson or I don't know, late for, no, she was leaving. So she's late for something. She's rushing and yelling at her kids. And she's very like high maintenance looking, which always like throws me off when people are that ready that early in the morning (laughs) because look at me now. So that's fine. Whatever. She's got three kids, which whenever I see people with three kids, they seem more stressed out than people with two. And I'd love to hear if you have three kids, if you're more stressed out now. I mean, obviously, the more kids you add, I assume you're just going to be more stressed out. But like, does that take it to the next level? Because I'm still on the fence about wanting three. But just recently, I've seen a few families with three kids and they look just disheveled. Like they look like they don't even know how to handle things. Okay. So this lady had three little girls, one named Chelsea, by the way, which... God, of course. Like, of course this bitchy lady has a kid with my name. So she's she's talking to her kids who are not old enough to have conversations with her, which is fine. I do the same thing. But she's passively, passively aggressively, passive aggressively telling me that my bag's in her way. But she's going, you know, there's a million hooks here. I don't know why people don't just put their bags on the hooks. Like, you take up the bench space and then you can't sit your kids down. First of all, there was like nine benches that were totally free. She could have moved to any bench. She was specifically talking about my bag, which I kind of was like, I don't know. Like, and there was no hooks at this point. I had my bag on a hook and took it down. And now yeah. other people have started. There's no hooks. There's a lot of benches for her kids to sit on. No hooks. Also, there's like a little ledge where you blow dry your, your hair. There's like a little like a beauty ledge. <laughs> Okay. And I sit Ellie on it in front of me. Like, it's very, very small. So she barely sits, but I sit in front of her, like, pushed up against her so I can blow dry her hair. All of her stuff was across this whole, like, 10-foot bench. She's taken up the whole, not bench, this whole counter with her stuff. And bitching about my stuff being in her way, but, like, very pretending like she's not. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, my God, this woman. So I move my stuff. And I, I can't remember. I said something about, like, I guess my stuff's in the way or, like, you know me. I'm pretty bitchy. When people are bitchy at me and don't have, like, the balls to tell me to my face, I'm going to be bitchy right back. <laughs> so, fine. She kind of gives me a look. I kind of give her a look. We kind of just leave it. So then I'm leaving. I have to pay for the next quarter. So I'm in line to pay at the front desk. Now, there's a plate of jujubes at... Jujubes? You don't know what jujubes are? <laughs> no. Is that a Canadian thing? I don't know. I don't know what they are to tell you if they're a Canadian thing. There's a plate of candy for the kids, and there's a sign on it that's very clear about parents give your child one. As in, like, parents, you take it and only give your kid one. Okay. There's tongs. Okay. And, like, it's just, it's open food, right? Like, food that's not prepackaged. Like, they're all, like, if you touch one, take it, because otherwise someone else has your grubby little fingers. And I'm not weird about that stuff. Like, I wouldn't really care, but it's more the principle. Sure. So the sign says so. You better do it. She's still bitching. Like, she's still under her breath in a huff as she's leaving. One of her three kids goes and is looking like, so he's like, the counter's at like his chin level. So he's on his tippy toes trying to look at the candy. And he's touching and putting back and touching and putting back. And I'm watching him and I'm just getting like furious because I normally wouldn't care, but she's made such a big deal out of people being disrespectful. And I thought, like, are you serious? I'm going to have to beep that out, I guess. (laughs) Don't worry, I I have a coin sound. So I look at Ellie, because, of course, you know, my one-year-old is the person I have to talk to. 
And I look at her, but I'm at the counter, by the way, so the lady can hear me as well. She's she's finishing my transaction. I'm watching this kid take candy and touch 12 of them. I'm like, isn't it awesome when kids put their grubby fingers all over candy that other people are going to eat? And I looked at Ellie, and then the lady, like, at the counter, she looked at me, and she goes, what? I'm like, oh, nothing. Just like how other people bitch about other people being disrespectful, but then let their kids touch all the candy in the plate. And the lady is like... I, I don't think she, like, obviously she doesn't fully understand, like, what just happened. But she looks at me and she goes, tell me that kid didn't just touch all the candy. I'm like, and so I'm very loudly. The mom is standing right next to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that kid touched every candy in that plate. And she goes, oh, my God, I hate when parents let their kids do that. This is so gross. I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Because <laughs> <laughs> this mom can hear all of it, right? I'm like, yes, yeah, like, not all, it's the worst when, like, you're trying to, like, fight with someone, but then someone's siding with the person you're fighting with, right? I'm like, this is, this is awesome. So I pay my outrageous fees for swimming because next quarter is a long quarter and it was $700 for my two kids to swim. Crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. That's for three months, but that's still, still an insane amount. I, it was six seventy for the two of them. That is an I know. insane amount. I was like, amount. Ooh, I'm glad I brought my credit card and not my debit card. <laughs> <laughs> at least they get points. So then we're at, <laughs> we're at the... At the boot room, because there's like kind of separate rooms. So it's change room, front desk room, boot room. So in the boot room, hold on a second. The boot room is this where you take your shoes off when you come in? Yeah, well, it's a swimming pool. You don't want to drag like dirt and shit in there. I mean, I would think that there'd be like a a way you could walk in, like into the changing room from the front door. Without walking, I mean, it's not like you're walking. It's not like you're Jesus and walking on the water to get to the changing room. No, but like you're you're. Your shoes have like rocks and like I live in I live in Alberta. We have a lot of mud and gross stuff here. So most place most pools will have like or most facilities in general. Even my doctor's office, you take your shoes off at the door because walking through dirty shoes is disgusting. I guess I guess Americans just know how to wipe their feet when they walk in. You can't wipe <laughs> off rocks. So we're in the okay. boot room. <laughs> And the lady and me somehow, the boot room is huge too. Like, it's not like this little tiny, like, kids' boot room where, like, it's, it's a big area. Somehow we end up next to one another. I think we both want to punch each other in the face, although I feel like I was definitely in the right to do so. Her one daughter goes, Mommy, Mommy, I didn't get a candy. I didn't get a candy. I want a candy. She's being bratty. And, she, like, this mom is just, like, clearly ready to lose her mind, which makes me so happy because I'm like, I can be really mad, but still stay really calm. And, like, to the point where it kind of pisses people off when you're fighting with them, which makes me happy. So she's about to blow, like, steam is basically coming out of her ears at this point. So she's like, whatever, tell your brother to go get you a candy because you can't reach. And I'm like, oh, and so I look at Ellie and I go, oh, yeah, get your other kid to touch all the candy up there. And then I walked out. And it was great. So, okay, so a couple things here. So you, you've told me earlier to remind you to tell, tell me about a fight with another mom. I was really hoping there would be like a direct exchange of words. No, because she, I would have, but she was being, she started passive aggressive. So like, I, she's obviously the type that doesn't do confrontation well, but likes to be bitchy about people, but then like be disrespectful. If she was direct with me, oh, first of all, it could have all been resolved with her going like, hey, I'm really sorry, we're in a hurry. Do you think I could sit where you're your bag is like my kids I just need to get them ready and I would have been like oh no problem and I would have moved my bag to the floor or to like a, one of the other nine benches she apparently couldn't use no biggie but she had to be a bitch about it 
And therefore, my bitch claws came out. Because it's early. Tuesdays are hard for me, okay? I have to wake up early. I usually have to wake my kids up, which is the worst feeling in the world, to wake your one and two-year-old up. Because I gotta get linked to school. We're rushing. I'm usually not smart enough to pack my swim bag the night before because, you know, as if I don't know swimming is happening every freaking Tuesday. So I'm rushing to pack my swim bag and I'm looking in the laundry and in my closet and the downstairs and the upstairs for all the stuff I need. It's very rushed. I'm usually very tired. I don't need to deal with bitchy people at the swimming pool. St- granola moms, I'm telling you, they are entitled pieces of work. So... Sorry to any granola mom out there listening. You're probably not like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you say to someone. You're like, I'm going to insult this big group of people, but I don't want you to be mad at but me. But you're probably not that person. That's exactly yeah. what I'm describing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm just waiting for like, there's a person who's like sitting there, like getting ready to listen to this episode. And they're like, you know what? I need to write into these guys. I want to know what their <laughs> thoughts are when, when moms put their bags in places that I should be able to set my kids and uh. then talk about my kids. And they're like in the middle of typing it, type, 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 type. And then they hear you start talking like, she's talking about me. Yeah, no, that would be, that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, Chelsea, before we get into our, our topics today, I, I have a quick question for you. Okay. And I, I'm I'm hoping there's a quick answer to this because I'm just kind of curious. <laughs> Holidays coming up and all that stuff and birthdays and whatever else. And you've uh, told yes. me about some of the stuff that you're getting for Link or Ellie. Yeah. And there have been times when you've told me this when I believe Link or Ellie is in with an earshot of you telling me the thing. Yes. I mean, my so kids are young. At what point... Do you think you have to be like, okay, I cannot openly talk about my kids' gifts in front of them? I, honestly, it's funny. It's it, This is interesting that you brought this up because I was thinking about this the other day. So the other day, I went to the Disney store, and I, I think you were getting like a play-by-play of, of all the action happening there. And I got Link and Ellie their Easter gift because their, their stuffies were on sale for either, I think it was buy one, get one for five bucks. And so I bought them each a $40 stuffy, but got them both for like 50 with tax, right? Okay. So there are these big... I feel like Camille probably is into it because she likes, like, the squishy things. So there's, yeah. like, the big stuffed animals, but they're, like, like that like, squishy material. I think they're yeah, called, like, uh, squishmallows, 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 squishmallows. Squishmallows. Yes, those things. So yes. there's that, but it's Mickey and Minnie. Okay. So I bought them, and Link was, like, losing his mind about how excited he was. And so as soon as we got home, I put them in my closet and I hit them because they're going to be their, like, stuffed animal in their Easter baskets or Easter bags or whatever. But I was thinking about, like, oh, I kind of regret, like, him seeing it because I think his re- his reaction, because my son has, like, a steel trap memory. And he's going to remember those from, even though I bought them, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. So Easter's about a month and a half away. And I bought, so it'll, there'll be a, it's about a two month period but from buying them to when he receives them again. So yeah, so I just bought their Easter gifts and I kind of had this like moment of regret that I really wish I, Link could have opened it and seen it for the first time on Easter. It's hard to say because it will be about two months. So he maybe will forget about it. It's t- it, honestly with him, it's tough to say, but like today I bought him a blanket for his birthday, which is coming up in like a month and a half a month and a half and he he kind of saw it and like because it's a hungry caterpillar quilt that i found yeah. 
and he kind of, like, I brought it in the house because I just didn't want to forget it in the car. And so he saw, it was, like, bundled up so you could barely see it, but he saw it and he went, oh, Hungry Caterpillar, but then he walked away. I'm like, okay, like, he, he doesn't realize what it is, he didn't really see it, but, like, I was trying to hide it from him because I wanted it to be a surprise on his birthday. So I think I'm basically at that point. So Link will be three in April, and I feel like this will be the last year I buy gifts in front of him. Okay, so so you're thinking about now, though, is when you're like, I okay, so. I can't like, talk I about think, this stuff because he'll pick up on it. I still could. Like, I still, like, if I really, like, because the problem is a lot of times that they're with me, right? So, like, when yeah. I go to the mall that's a half hour away that has the Disney store and, like, EB Games. Well, EB Games is a little different because there's one close by. But, like, the Disney store is a half hour away. And, like, I'm not going to the Disney store without Link. Like, forget that that's a fun little adventure for us so but maybe like i would do i'm sure my mom did it like have the store clerk like bag it for me and like have him not see that it's coming home with us or you know just order everything online like most americans do these days yeah but you guys so we haven't quite got to like everything is free shipping and like i'm not paying Mm. shipping on an item i can go to the store and buy 20 minutes half hour away yeah so with the disney store it's free shipping but it's after a certain amount of dollars and like i often am like just short of like what you need to spend and like i'm not gonna go and go like oh i guess i need to spend 10 more dollars for no reason just to get free shipping i'll 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 be sitting next to amy sometimes and she'll be like online shopping she's like i got this and she's like and i ended up getting this because i just needed that that couple dollars more to get that free shipping Mm. and i'm just like uh okay but at least it. you're paying and getting something. Like, if I'm going to pay $10 for shipping, I'd rather pay $10 or even $15 and get another item. Oh, of course. At least I'm not course. spending the money on nothing. But yeah, I would say three. So this year, like, his birthday, I've definitely got most of his gifts with him around. Um, but, like, Christmas, I think we'll... I'll probably try... I'll I'll at least try not to buy things in front of him. Ellie, I'll totally buy stuff in front of her. So, like, sure. she's, she doesn't even know what's happening. She's not that smart, so... She is smart. She is she's going to be troubled with how smart she is. Well, in case you didn't know, this is apparently Colin, a parenting podcast also known as Chelsea hates people. I'm Johnny Casino. She's Chelsea Capri. And we will be right back with our first topic. All right, Chelsea, uh, we are back and I have a question for you. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out how to word this into the actual question, but where do you draw the line as far as your kid asks for something? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say your kid has a couple options, and and you know that they want option B. You know that that's what they're going to like, and you have a really good feeling because you know your kid that they're not going to like option B, whether it be a toy, a food, okay. uh, whatever. And they're like, no, I want option B. And you're like, and you're like, well, that's what they're asking for, but I don't think they're gonna like it, and it's gonna go poorly. How much are you? Would you be wanting to step in on this, and either a let them, you know, make their choice and have to live with it, and whatever further consequences come from that, whether it be hungry kids or pissed off kids or whatever, or b be like, okay, no, I know you better than you know yourself we're going to go with the option you didn't choose. So I think for me, it would boil down to money. So if okay. we're at McDonald's, because that's, I think, where this example came from. We're at McDonald's, and my kid has a choice between a cheeseburger and chicken McNuggets, and he chooses a chicken burger. <laughs> <laughs> 
He chooses option C. I'm, whatever. Like, a chicken burger is a buck seventy nine here or whatever. Like, sure, buddy. You can have a chicken burger. And, like, I altered it so they normally have lettuce on them. And, like, that's a messy disaster in my car. So I just asked sure. for it without lettuce. And, like, I don't know. He ate probably most of it. And it was fine. Like, I had to kind of coax him, though, because I think he... He asked for a chicken burger, but I think he really wanted chicken nuggets, but I think he was distracted by, like, the options of burger and nuggets and put them together. Yeah. So I think he was expecting, like, chicken nuggets in a burger form. I'm not really sure. But he kept asking for chicken nuggets after he had his chicken burger. And, like, no, that's the option you pick. That's what you get. Like, there's no turning back. Not for that. And, like, if he didn't eat it and we got home and he has to go down for a nap, A, he's fine. Like, he... If... My kids go to bed hungry. I am totally fine with that because of them not eating something I made or making a wrong decision on a food like that. Worst case, we have like yogurt and fruit and whatever, and he could have had a little snack when we got home. Um, if we were at the store and he, for whatever reason, got to pick a video game out, and nowadays video games are just as expensive as they were when we were kids, and they're like 80 bucks for a Switch game here. Yeah. So, if my kid's picking a Switch game, and I'm like, oh, it's between Mario Odyssey and... Racing with Ryan. Yeah, a game, like, I know he will not like, and we're talking, like, $80, I'm going to be like, no, I'm going to make this decision for you, because I know you love Mario, and you're going to like this game, whereas that game, maybe you would like it, but we're not going to take a risk on 80 bucks. Even more so if it's his money. Because I would feel really bad about him spending his own money on something he wouldn't like. If he was older, so he's very young. Sure. So he doesn't really understand. So if he's picking... What's that stupid dog game for the 3DS? Is it literally just called Dogs? Nintendogs? Nintendogs. So that was a solid game, Chelsea. Okay. I mean, people did like it. And to be fair, Link probably would like that. So it's a bad example. But I don't know. If it was like Barbie's Dreamhouse Supreme Racing Car Driving Game. I've got to play this. <laughs> Versus Mario. And he had $40, and we found a used copy, whatever. At his age, it's tough for him to understand, like, why I'm making the decision for him. But if he's eight or nine, and I'm like, look, you are not going to like this game, but you will like Mario. And he's insisting on buying the Barbie Dreamhouse game. Buy it. I, You know what? You need to learn a lesson, then. If it's, it's your money... And I've explained to you that you will not like that game. And I would make it very clear... You cannot complain about this. When you don't like that game, you better not talk to me about it. And, like, I better... And also, I better see you playing that game. Because, like, if you're going to really fight... I, I honestly can't see my kids really fighting me on stuff like that. But it's tough because they're well, so young. Yeah, and you you just never know. You know, because here's, here's the thing, right? So I, I brought this up. Um, yes, because I knew about the, the chicken sandwich thing. <laughs> Right. Like that's what spurred me on it was knowing that. But we've had that problem recently with Camille mm. and she's 11. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like we'll be at a restaurant and she'll decide on something she wants to eat. And Amy will be like, you don't like that thing. I oh, yeah. know you don't like that thing. Like, no, no, 11 years old. You, sorry, you ordered that. And you better well, not bitch about it. And, and so this happened, I want to say, like three times in a row where we went to a restaurant and she was insistent that she wanted this one thing. And Amy's like, you don't like this thing. 
and Camille is like, this is what I want. And so she orders it and she doesn't really like it that much. Now I'm curious granted, on what it was. I, 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 I want to say it might've been some kind of a pasta thing. Um, but I honestly don't remember. Okay. Fair. Right. And so luckily for her, when we all go out to eat, there's a lot of times where food becomes shared, right? So, so Amy doesn't eat a lot at one time. She usually breaks her meals up. So she ends up taking home a lot of her meals anyway. So sometimes I'll munch off hers a little bit or one of the kids will, or sometimes I, if Camille will order something and I'm like, well, that doesn't look like the best adult food in the world, but I'll happily take a quarter of that bad pizza, you know, different things, right? Like some swapping constantly happens with the exception of Ryan, because Ryan knows what he likes and just tears down it, whatever it is. Like no one else gets Ryan's food. I'm like, Ryan, there's no food sharing. If you don't like your meal and you try to munch off mine, not happening. Even if I was like saving my meal for later, I'm saving my meal for later and you may not have any of it. So, so, and I get that. Like I 100% get that, but there's also this part of me as a dad and I don't know, and I'd, I'd be curious to hear from other moms and dads too, but like I'm the person and maybe to a fault where it's like, oh, my kid is unhappy with this. I can solve it with this. Okay, here, have this amazing filet mignon that I got ordered no. perfectly for me and I'll eat your Zero noodles. chance that's happening. And obviously not to that extent, right? Like that's, that's You say that, but I know you and you 100%. If Camille wanted your steak and she had the shitty pasta that she insisted on having, you would for sure share your meal with her. I, I, I would I would definitely share part of it. Does it bother uh, would, Amy? Does Amy, well, is she on like my side or your side? So, so she, okay. So this happened three times, right? The three times that I can remember. That's a lot and I want, for her not to learn a lesson. <laughs> I, my daughter doesn't learn her lessons. And it's, I want to say it was the same place, the same like food, I think. And so the second time, Amy was like, you ordered that last time. You did not like it. And Camille's like, no, this is what I want. Okay. So she ordered it. Sorry, the third pause. Time, Does she do this? Because she's, she's a preteen. She's sure. testing some boundaries. I don't think that's what it is. It's I not think like she... her being spiteful? No, 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 no. Okay. Because no. like, she comes up with the idea of what she wants before it's ever brought to her attention that she's not going to like it. Okay. Right? She just She's just dumb and doesn't remember. <laughs> um. So God, I'm glad I'm glad my daughter does not listen to this. So so the third time though, it came up. Amy's like, no, like you are not going to order this. You don't like it. You don't eat it well. You are going to order one of these other two things. And she ordered one of them and she enjoyed it and she ate it all. So it's one of those moments where it's like mother definitely knew best. Okay, that's a very different situation, though, because that's a this has now happened three times, possibly this exact situation three times. The second time, even I might have pulled an Amy. The third time, for sure, I would be like, food isn't free. I would pull the whole like, there are hungry kids in Africa, you know, like. <laughs> I am. I, OK, hold on. Pause on that for I, a second. I am scared. I am scared to use that argument for my daughter because my daughter, and this scares the crap out of me, it, she's the one who like hears a cause 
here's a, this person's in need, this thing's in need, this bad thing's happening here. Oh, we've got to change things. And she jumps on it. My daughter, and this is going to sound incredibly political or whatever, but she's that person that is going to become that hardcore, super left-wing liberal who, and, and, and I, yes, I'm saying this in a negative in this form, but the, the reality, the, the reality is the further you go left with liberalism, the more you get to what can we do to help every single person, right? Whether that's what you believe in or not, that's up to you. I'm not saying yes or no to that. I'm just saying like, that's where my daughter is going to fall. And there are times when I have to catch her in check and she's like, but we need to go do this thing. And I'm like, we're not going to go take our watering buckets to the rainforest and dump water on them to water the trees. Like whatever. That's that's good though. That's a really good. And I mean, as she gets older, she'll learn because I was very much like that. I say you're being very optimistic on what my daughter is going to learn. No, fair. (laughs) I think, but she will, she will learn how she can actually help. Cause I think when you're young, I, I was the same way. I would, I would see things that needed help. And I, I felt like it really like, um, what's the word for that type of person? You're, uh, altruistic. Em- no, no, no. Like empathetic, uh, empathetic. And like, I would really take on people's hurt and like, especially animals. Animals were like, I, I couldn't even watch like some of those stupid commercials with like Katie Lane or whoever, and they're singing and. You mean you mean like the arms of an angel one with? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why can I not remember what her name is oh. now? It's not Katie Lane. No, I know I can't think of it either. Oh my god! Yeah, I. Hey, we'll come back to that anyway. Oh. I was very much, and you know what? As you get older, you learn like okay, I can't, I can't take buckets of water to the rainforest because a, that's impossible, and b, it's not actually helpful. And like, but yeah. this is how I can help. And I think that's great. Um, third time, most that I would, I would be like, you either get something else or you get nothing at all. And that would be it. Uh, or you dish out the 20 bucks or whatever a freaking meal is now in a restaurant and you pay for that meal that you're not going to eat. Also, for sure, you're not getting anyone else's meal. I do not like the sharing of meals. I, I hate that. My dad used so- to eat off our plates. And it caused me to be such a fast eater. My dad would be, I don't know if he was just cheap or if he just truly like wasn't hungry when he got there. Like we'd go to a restaurant, my mom would order a meal, my sister and me would order my meal, and my dad would be like, I'll just get a, a, two poached eggs and some toast or whatever. <laughs> but then he'd be like eating our food. And I'm like, no, no, I know I didn't pay for this because I'm nine, but like, no. You eat your food or order a damn meal because, like, I'm sick. So my sister and I would just, like, eat as fast as we could so that dad couldn't steal our food. Did you did you ever stab his hand with a fork? Like, no, him coming they in? Pay, like, we were very obedient children. Like, if daddy was, like, eating off our plates, he kind of had to let it happen. But, like, we'd whine about it. And, like, my so, mom hated it, too. Like, she was on our side for sure about it. But, like, again... It's... It's weird when it's the dad doing that. Like, it's weird when it's a dad not ordering the meal. Like, that just feels unusual to me. It feels like the dad's the one that orders the meal and then still eats off other people's plates. No matter what, no matter the reason for you eating off other people's plates, I don't believe in, like, community shared foods. With the exception of, like, when you go to, like, family dining where they literally bring, like, a big plate. Which I actually really enjoy family dining. But often that food is, like, unlimited. 
Well, I, I was going to ask you if you've ever been to like Buca de Beppo's, which is like it's an Italian, a, a, a pretty nice Italian place. But when you order stuff, it's like <coughs> there's four people. You'll order like three things for the table. Yeah. No, deal. I like I do like that style of eating, but that is very different than ordering a meal, which I have chosen off the menu because I know I like it. And I'm very much like I will order the same thing at a restaurant every time I go because I don't like to be disappointed with a $20 meal. So yeah. I will know 100% I'm going to love my meal and I'm probably going to want to eat the whole thing and be sick after. If you don't like your meal, that's your problem. Although I am like you in the sense where I do feel bad, but I think it would be more... It would be different if, like, Link ordered a meal that we all thought he would like and then it comes and it's just, like, it's a crappy restaurant and the food is bad... Sure. And like then that's different. But if if he goes out of his way to order something we all know he's going to hate because it's spicy or or whatever. No, that's your problem, kid. Mommy's going to eat this food. If you want, you can have a yogurt when you get home or some fruit, but I am not ordering you another meal and you are not sharing mine. It's it's funny because I and it maybe it's because my kids are picky and it's also, you know, potentially because my wife, you know, when she eats she doesn't doesn't normally eat her entire meal right sometimes like we we've actually gotten to the point where a lot of times she'll like order things specifically because they reheat well right because mm-hmm. she knows she's not gonna eat the whole thing but also like if her and i go out for lunch because a lot of times i'm willing to eat lighter for lunch so unless we're going somewhere like so we go to the, the like the cheesecake factory she's gonna order this one thing because she knows she can eat a little bit of it and it reheats super well and everyone loves it and it makes like three following meals but outside of that, a lot of times we'll be like, I'll just be like, look, what do you want to eat? I'll, I'll half it with you because I'm okay with eating light and you're not going to eat much anyway. But like the kids and I, I, it's just been this thing where like it's not unusual for someone at our table to eat something off of someone else's plate. Like, I mean, the other person has to obviously be okay with it unless I'm stealing one of Ryan's fries. Um, but it's just it's not unusual for that to happen at some point during the meal, but it's like a shared experience. It's not like I'm not going to order and I'm just going to steal all your food. It's we all have our own food, but we want to try some of everyone else's or someone else's looks better. So I want to munch on that. Some. Yeah. I would hate eating with your family. Don't touch my plate. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, well, it would also be really awkward if, like, we're all sitting there eating and Amy just reached over and, like, took something off well, her plate. Well, it's funny because we have had a meal together because we met for the first time last summer and we all went to a restaurant. And it's funny because Link was eating Camille's food, if you recall. But Camille, uh, such a, she's such a sweetheart. Link should have ordered pancakes, but and that was that was the thing. He, he wanted a burger or whatever. And, like, I knew he'd want pancakes, but he also will eat anything. So I'm never really too worried. Um, but your daughter ordered pancakes, and Link, of course, saw those, and he was he was barely two. He was two in a bit. At okay. The time. Yeah. And yeah, he was he was he was stealing your daughter's, I think, strawberries from her pancakes. Yeah, and Camille probably her, her, didn't really mind. No. No. She, so. She likes Link. She does. She actually every once in a while she'll be like, "I want to go see Link." Aww. So part of the reason or I brought this up, or I guess something I thought about while, while you were talking about how, um, you know, 
them having to make the choices and whatever else is like your kids are getting older you talk about wanting to travel you talk about wanting to go to disney and stuff like that and one thing that happens when you travel with your kids is they get souvenirs oh yes and especially if you go to some place like disney you like okay you'll get one souvenir or whatever the case is right oh john you don't know me well at all then i I, am such a sucker it's my kids don't even want it i'm like you want this you you want this special item from disney world here's seven of them so so yeah, that that's why I changed my sentence partway through because I know you're not going to be the person to to just do one. But like when I was a kid, I'd go certain places and then be like, you can have one souvenir. When we went with my kids to Disney last year, we were like, okay, we will probably get them one thing. And then they have birthday money that was given to them specifically right. to buy stuff at Disney. But the thing you the, the, the problem that you end up running into, and don't get me wrong, I was guilty as this as a child, is going in and being like oh i found this thing and i really want it and it's like one of the first things you see yeah. and then your mind your heart gets set on that one thing and as a parent i've had to i've had to figure this out and I, my dad did okay at this sometimes and not great at it many others end up with some really dumb things but you have to like convince him okay put that back keep it in mind and if you still want it at the end we'll swing back through and get it so right. it's, I'm glad we're having this talk because this makes me go like, that's, that's smart. But also like Link especially is big on like, he needs to be told something ahead of time. So I think what I would do with that in mind is I'd go like, Hey, we're going to Disney World. And this being knowing that we're not going to Disney World for at least one year. Yeah. So my kid will be three and a half and old enough to be able to comprehend this better. It would be like, you can have... Uh, Honestly, me limiting it to one thing is probably not going to happen. So I'd probably say you get two things. One from mom, one from dad. That's probably Okay, now, now is that specifically because we're talking Disney here or is that just specifically anywhere you Disney, go? Specifically for Disney. Although really anywhere we go. Like, honestly, like Link, and I mean, he is a kid. If he wants something and he doesn't get it, it's not like he's just like, okay. Although sometimes he is. He, he will sometimes be like, oh, and he'll be disappointed. But then he's over it. And so it's tough for me because he's so good about not having it for me not to just give it to him because i'm like well like you're asking nicely and it's a two dollar thing like the things he usually wants are really like he'll he really likes suckers right now it's his he had a sucker for the first time like very recently and now he thinks it's cool to have a sucker so like if he wanted a 29 cent sucker i'm gonna buy him a 29 cent sucker sure within reason like you know whatever it just if but, but, he was being a brat about it, and if I said no, and he acted out, and that was a regular thing, then no. But my kid seems to not really react when the answer is no, generally. Again, he is a human two-year-old. Um, so, whatever. I would probably, no matter where we go, but especially Disney, I would probably say you get one thing from mom and one from from dad. And then if, if at that point they're getting allowance, then I would say like anything else comes out of your money. I'm not sure at that age I would have, like, a price limit because I don't think they would care and I don't think it would be a big deal. But, like, eventually with age, I'd be like, you get one thing from me that's up to, whatever, $30, and you get one thing from Dad that's up to $30. I pulled but, that number out of my ass, by the way. I, I don't know what the number would be. Sure. But 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 what do you do at that point where they, they walk into the first store? Because you know so when you go to pre- Disney. I would prep them. So if we go to Disney, we definitely will – I. 
Well, I shouldn't say definitely. I assume we will do Disney the way Sean and me have done Disney, where we would have hopper passes, and we're not just doing one of the parks once. Like, chances are, like, I love Epcot. Epcot is one of my favorite places. There's no way we're only going there once, because I want to begin the trip and end the trip there. Animal Kingdom, like, I think my kids would... Like, there's just... There's there's parks that I have no problem getting on the, the monorail and going back to. Like, if my kid finds something at a store that's exclusive to Animal Kingdom, and by the end of the trip, that's what he wants, I have no problem going to Animal Kingdom to get it. Because so, that's how I am. So, wait. Now, would you, so would your plan be, I'm going to bring around a pad of paper... I mean, granted, not really a pad of paper, but... I'm well, going to bring you know, around this these, thing. These crazy things like iPhones that have note-taking capabilities or cameras. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean. But, yeah. but you're, you're going to be like, I'm going to document these things that he wants. And at the end of the trip, go back yeah, and think, get the big thing. I think that's what I, I mean. I, I think what I would do is I would prep him that we are not buying something on day one. Like... We're going to look around. You're going to find something you like. And I probably wouldn't say, maybe I would tell them the end of the trip. But then, like, if we know we're going to Animal Kingdom for the second time and probably the last time on the second last day of the trip, sure. I would be like, okay, remember that Simba toy you really liked that we could only get in the Africa area of... <laughs> I really have to think about you, that. <laughs> you, you, you said that like you were about to make a potentially racist No, no, no. I just really had to think about like where that is based. And I, oh, okay. Which is almost worse that I had to really think about that. Um, you know, we're going... If you want that toy, then like we will get it, but we're not getting it today. And it would be very clear that like no matter what you want, we're not getting it today. But we will it's here and we know it's here and we will come back for it. And I would I would just make it I think kids get really worried that like you say things and I've tried really hard already to be very consistent with both my punishments but also my rewards. Like if I tell Link he, like the other day when I was late for the show, because I told Link I was giving him a sucker. And that was his reward. And then I got home and looked at my bag and I didn't have a sucker. And like, I went to a store and bought one because I told him he was getting one. And like, I don't want to ever within reason and when it's possible, go back on my word for him. Yeah. And so I think like, if I think my kids, hopefully as, as they get older, will know, like, if I say we're going to do something, we will do it. And if you want that Lion King toy, we will get it. But you were not getting it today. I I do like the idea of like when you find the thing, take a quick picture with your phone. Yeah. And then if nothing else, like you could show it to your kids and be like, look, here's my documentation. This is something you saw that you wanted. And then later we can flip through all these and you can you can pick the one that you are to or whatever like, it is you look want. At us being genius parents. Like that's that's genius right there. Plus I saw a lady do this for her kid's Christmas list, so I guess she said, like, the best... When her kids go to, like, a toy store and they want everything because kids love stuff. Yeah. And she goes, okay, let's add it to your Christmas list, and she takes a picture of the kid with the item, and then, like, that's her Christmas list, is, like, these these pictures of items hmm. she's found at the store, but it also, like, prevents the kid from having... And whether this is a good parenting tactic or not, I don't know, but, like, I... Sometimes you got to do what works. And she says it prevents her kid from having a tantrum in the store because you're not just saying, like, no, you can't have it. It's not no. It's maybe for Christmas. And, like, 
I'm taking a picture of it. I we can look at it later. But yeah, I like the like you could scroll through. Like you could have a little folder for each of them, like Link's toys, Ellie's toys. And like here's the ones you wanted. And then and then like as like the days go, like, do you still is there anything we could take off the list? And my kids love lists, go figure. Both Sean and me love lists. So like I think they would enjoy like it kind of, like, makes it, like, that much more exciting, too. Like, oh, that, that thing we saw at that one store, like, that's what I, I still really want that, and in a couple days I'm going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, granted, I also remember what it's like being a kid to some extent, and I've also seen, like, my kids where, they, where they're like, not only do I want it, but I, I want to have it in my hands time now. I right? am like, like that, in, and I'm a suck. Like, like I said, I, I'm. it's going to be hard for me, especially in Disney, for me not to just buy my kids whatever they want, because, like, I will want it for them, and oh. Sean is not like that. Sean is very, like, no, you get... Because he, he is a family of... He has three siblings. They never traveled. They were never spoiled. Like, they were on one income. His dad worked for a non not-for-profit organization. Like, they, they didn't have a lot of money... Yeah, there's no basically way. like the way I grew up. Yeah, like there's no way Sean went into a store and said, I want that. And his mom said, absolutely. Like for sure he didn't get it. And maybe it went on a Christmas list. You know what I mean? Like, so I think pull, like pull for out him, a Polaroid and <laughs> take a picture of Sean holding it. Aw, I wish I had his Christmas list is like tacked up on like a, like a push pin board. Corkboard. There's got to be someone out there that did that. I yeah. hope so. Okay, that's my answer. It's a long one, long-winded, but... No, that's good. That's good. Um, you know, you're talking about, you know, keep your kid from having tantrums in the store and, and showing them the list and talk about whatever, right? So it, it just kind of made me think about my kids and when I've had to tell them no and how they've reacted and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, like, when it comes to something happening in a store, like, I, I cannot remember a tantrum either one of my kids have thrown with me in the store. Like, and... I, I, and I don't think they ever really have, um, especially not the kind where like you see in the TV, which oh it has to be based on some form of reality where like the kids like kicking and punching the floor, right? Oh, like I've on the stomach screen. I've percent seen that. So it, it's not something I've ever had to deal with. Like I, I've had those moments where Camille asks her something and I'll have to tell her no and she'll look all sad, which <laughs> is how she got the big stuffed monkey. Mm hmm that is still very special to her, hopefully. She still carries it around sometimes, and hopefully she'll take it to college. Um, but, like, the worst, like, the, the, the worst feeling having to tell your kid no for me is with Ryan. And we've talked about how sensitive Ryan mm -hmm. is. But he'll want something. And so, so Ryan, not only is he sensitive, but he's also, like, very aware of other people. Right, as far like to an extent above what I think was should be normal for his age. Um, so like if if I think we talked about it on here before, where he's like, "Oh, I didn't want to bring up this problem," right. type thing or whatever. Right. So you mix those two things together, and he'll be something he really wants, and and you'll be like, "Ryan, I'm I'm sorry, we just we can't do that right now. Like I have to put my foot down and say like like, like maybe he'll ask a few times, on like we just can't." Not right now, no, whatever the reason is. And and he'll accept it, but he just gets like the saddest look on his face. And it's like, I, he'll tear up just a little bit and you'll know he just wants to cry, but he'll also, he also like knows that like he can't like fight it or anything like that. 
Oh, it is. It's heartbreaking. It is absolutely heartbreaking. I am not good. So it's funny. Like, I think I'm a pretty. I don't think I'm as strict as Sean, although I think that Sean is getting a little, like, just a touch less strict. I think, I think Sean always worries about spoiling our kids. And, like, I'm big yeah. on if my kids were acting up because I said no, then I would always say no. Because, like, sorry, you don't get to act that way and then get your way. Yeah. But because they still, like, Link is very accepting when he's told no for, again, for the most part. I just, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I don't want to spoil him, but I don't feel like he ever acts spoiled when I buy him things or when we go to the store. Like... Someone in my mom's group posted a question to the group saying, how often do you treat your kids when you go out? And I posted that literally every time we go out, my, my kids, my, at that time I just had Link. I think I was pregnant or Ellie was tiny. And I said, every time we go out, my two-year-old gets a treat. Like, and he does like, and I think he knows, and I think that's maybe part of the reason he loves to go out like shopping with me. Cause like, I always, and I'm not talking like a $30 toy or something, because we actually don't really want many toys in the house. But, like, if he wants, we're at the dollar store, and, like, I often let him pick something out. It's a dollar store. It's probably going to be 50 cents to a dollar. Like, sure. The things he picks out are usually, like, buy four for a buck. And, like, he's happy with one. Often he doesn't even want to eat it. He just wants to, like, have it and cherish it. Like, he'll hold on to, like, a chocolate heart for a week before he eats it. So Ryan would break my heart and I would just buy him everything he wanted always. <laughs> it's it's tough. And, you know, talking about, like, when do your kids get treats and stuff like that, it it does kind of hurt me some when we'll, we'll go out and do something. And my kids, Camille asks for things a little bit more than Ryan does. But there are times when, when she's like, ooh, can we go get frozen yogurt? And there's a part of me that's like, there's not a real good reason why we can't except for the fact that, like, I just don't want to do that right now. Like there, I, I we've been out all day, and I okay. just want to go home. So not because you don't want to spoil them, but you legit it's, just yeah. don't want to go frozen it, yogurt. For yeah, for whatever reason, okay. I just don't want to do that right then. And if it's just her and I, or if it's just Ryan and I, and they ask for something, is a lot better chance because then I'm like, right. okay, well, I'm not taking up anyone else's time. I'm not keeping someone else from doing something. It's just me and that person at this point. I'm here for that person, right? It's my kid. So anyway, um, I didn't expect for us to talk about these two things we talked about for as long as we did, but I think it was good. Um, yeah. So I just so. have one little thing to talk about then before we end okay. the show. All right. Because I'm super excited about it. And it's weird to be excited about it, but I am. And I, want, I wanted to tell you about it earlier, and I thought it's actually something good to talk about on our parenting podcast. Um, so my community, I'm in this, I'm in a couple groups that are like things going on in your community and specifically for families and for kids. Yeah. And three weeks ago, they posted about this, uh, daddy kid night. I can't remember what they called it. Anyways, daddy night with your kid and you go and you get to make a box, a car out of a box, like a cardboard box car. Okay. And they have a movie on a screen and they give you popcorn and you get to like build this car and then have a drive in movie with it. Nice. And so I'm like, Sean, like you, first of all, this is Lincoln loves crafting right now. And they're watching just an episode of magic school bus, which he also really likes. And like, plus like Sean, when he has the kids, he typically has both of them because typically it's because 
I'm working or I need them out of the house for whatever reason. So he usually has both kids at the same time. And, like, Ellie's not quite old enough for those, like, father-daughter dates yet. But, like, I, I assume eventually he'll do kind of what you do and, like, carve out some time for each of them yeah. individually. But, like, it just hasn't really happened lately. And I'm like, you haven't spent any time with Link by himself. He will love that. He will, I bet you he will talk about it for weeks to come. Because that's how Link is. And I'm so excited. So I, I reminded Sean this morning. I'm like, because he has to come home a little bit early from work um, to make sure he can get there on time. Because it's at 530 so I'm excited. I hope it goes really well. Um, I mostly hope that Sean takes a lot of pictures because I, I always, I have a little bit of FOMO with my kids. Not much. I'm not like crazy about it. But like when Sean is out with the kids, I definitely have like a little bit of feeling like I'm missing out. But oh, Sean course. knows this and always sends me like 100 pictures. So he better send me lots of pictures tonight. Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, talking about like this, the, the uh, taking the time away to spend individual time with your kids because... Like I do that with Camille and not as much as I should. Like we've talked about it being a monthly thing, daddy daughter dates. We go out for usually something sushi related. Um, and last time I think we got Froyo afterwards, which by the way, I hate saying Froyo. I just frozen yogurt is now sounds like it's too long. And I guess I have to evolve with the rest of the world. I don't know. Froyo sounds way too young for you to use. I, I don't know. That's like there are literally places out there that just say Froyo on it. Anyway, whatever. I'm hip. Um, but but we, we her and I go and do that. And normally when her and I do that, Amy and Ryan will go out and right. have lunch together and run some errands or whatever. Because Ryan just loves hanging out with Amy. Of course. But it's funny because I I can't think of the last time that just Ryan and I went out for a meal. Mm-hmm. But we do have our, you know, time where it's just the two of us when we're sitting there playing Fortnite or like an hour and a half or so every single morning before school because he gets to go to school so late where he and I are just sitting there. He's doing something. I'm drinking my coffee and we're talking. See, and I think that's just like I don't think and, and maybe people will disagree, but like I don't think that you have to go out to have alone time with your kids like to make it like special like sure if ryan came to you and said like hey you and camille always go for sushi how come you and i don't do something like that like obviously you would go like oh well let's do something but like ryan's a bit of a homebody and i think he'd prefer his time with you to be playing fortnite i mean if there was like a fortnite cafe that would be amazing where we could play that yes, and you've eat. gotta have that you live in seattle yeah, but area. <laughs> mm, I mean, there are barcades all over the place. And there's a pinball one that I really need to go to close to my house. That sounds fun. Um, Would Ryan like that? Uh, no, Ryan doesn't care about pinball. Okay. And also, it's a bar. Like, you, it's well, legit. I mean, you I have know, to be 21 and over to go in There's a lot of bars that, like, before a certain time of day, they let kids in. Uh, I, well, the other half of this place is a retro game store. And I think it does have some of the games in it. But Ryan doesn't really care about going to retro game stores because yeah. there was... One I used to go to, and I took him with me one time, and the guy vaped a lot in there, mm. and it just had that, the it had a smell like yeah. it, I didn't think it was a bad smell, but like it had a smell that Ryan hated, and now he's just like turned off to retro game stores. <laughs> he thinks they all smell like vape shops. <laughs> yeah, um, but but anyway, anyway, yeah, I have no idea if that's a cafe out there. But for Ryan's birthday, I'm gonna miss Ryan's birthday. And so I told him that when I get back from that trip, which would be like two or three days after his birthday, is like I will take him out, just the two of us, for some special thing. So we'll figure out what that is. Maybe it will be an arcade or something or 
I don't know. No idea what. Anyway, Chels, I think we should get out of here. I do have a final question from a amazing person who put out a question on Yahoo. This is from Melissa. Is it ethical to put chastity devices on my three sons? <laughs> Bye, guys.